Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Gov in there? He did. <laughs> he sure did. 
And, you know, I don't want to say that Fox has great ratings, but I probably would guess, and maybe I'll look it up on a commercial break or have the producer look it up, I bet the ratings were amazing because over 110 million people watched the Super Bowl. Sure, yeah. And for for the president to sit down with the enemy, this world likes controversy. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and President Obama was so calm, cool, and collected. He, he's an amazing man. And who hasn't had problems as a president with big issues? Look at what George Bush had with FEMA and Katrina and New Orleans. I mean, that was a disaster. So there's this, and, and, you know, unwanted, I'm sure. No one wants to, even if they're not a good person, uh, whoever I'm talking about, but I'm saying they still don't want to leave a legacy of, of you know, inadequacies and ignorance behind. So nothing is ever planned to maybe not work perfectly, but things happen. Well, everybody, we're going to post this interview on our Facebook and Twitter. And, by the way, make sure you're following us on Facebook and Twitter, over 31 million, almost 32,000. God, I wish it was a million. Yeah. <laughs> it will be. It will be. Come what may, it will be. Um, but the thing is, is that we want to make sure that I lost my train of thought, Robin. That you listen to that interview. That you do go and watch this interview because what I was going to say is how you were saying how calm and collective the president is. He's literally no tie on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's sitting back with his legs crossed. He's relaxed. Yeah. His Not body a, language was amazing. And Bill O'Reilly's was aggressive. Like he was, I don't want to say eagle because I, that's too strong of a bird. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I think Bill O'Reilly was still um, himself. And but he was like sitting on the edge of his seat. He was, seat. but I think he, he was, you know, his body language revealed to me that he wanted to, to get him, wanted to go after him. But he really didn't get much. He really didn't get much. So I would like to say something about the healthcare.gov if we have a second. Absolutely. Okay. I we have, have as much a, time as you want. This is I your do, show. I, I do want to speak up for that because I have two very good friends that just signed up for it. One she had no insurance for the last five years, and she got a policy. Now, she did, granted, get a policy. She selected a policy that had a higher deductible than probably she wanted, but it still gave her coverage, and it's costing her $16 a month. But at least she has insurance. At least if something catastrophic happens, she has insurance. The other friend of mine had insurance, Blue Cross Blue Shield. She was paying... Uh, probably, I think she told me around 300 a month. It had a $5,000 deductible. It had no office visits, co-pays. Everything was out of pocket. The, unless you met your $5,000 deductible for her, she got signed up with healthcare.gov, and her insurance now is a $500 deductible with $30 doctor visit co-pays. It's a um, oh, what is the I don't know all her stuff. It's not an HMO. What's the other one? PPO. It is a PPO, which means she can select her own doctors and hospitals. You know, the HMO, I think you go to whoever's on your managed health care plan. And uh, she's paying with dental, with dental insurance, she's paying 175 So she cut it almost in half and got to add dental. And the dental covers everything for just a $75 copay, even major dental. So and it's and it's still with Blue Cross Blue Shield. She was able to stay with her same 
insurance company. So don't tell me it doesn't work and you don't get good insurance. Organizations, you have some that are not. But the main thing that all of us have to take away from this is our diplomats are serving in some very dangerous places. But and more, we've got to, more and than we've that, got, And we've got to make sure that not only have we implemented all the reforms that were recommended okay. by the independent agency, but I, we also have to make sure that we understand our folks out there are in a hazardous, dangerous situation. I think everybody and understands we, that. No, but well, actually, not everybody does because what I ends up happening, what ends up happening is we end up uh, creating a political agenda on Absolutely. something that's, in that which was my next question. Democrats and Republicans should be unified in trying to figure out how are we going to protect people. In I got to get to the IRS, but I just okay. want to say that there, your detractors believe that you did not tell the world it was a terror attack because your campaign didn't want that out. Bill, think that's about That's what they believe. And, and, and they believe it because folks like you are telling no, them I'm that. not telling them that. I'm asking you whether <laughs> but, you were told it was a terror is, attack. And what I'm and saying you? is that is inaccurate. Right. We, we revealed to the American people exactly what we understood at the time. The notion that we would hide the ball for political purposes when a week later we all said, in fact, there was a terrorist attack taking place the day after I said it was an act of terror, that wouldn't be a very good cover-up right. if that's what we were... I've got to get to the IRS because yeah. I don't know what happened there, and I'm hoping maybe you can tell us. Douglas Shulman, former IRS chief, he was cleared into the White House 157 times, more than any of your cabinet members, more than any other IRS guy in the history by far. Okay, why was Douglas Shulman here 157 times? Why? Mr. Shulman, as the head of the IRS, is constantly coming in because at the time we were trying to set up the uh, uh, healthcare.gov. And the what did IRS, he have to do with that? Uh, the IRS is involved in making sure that that works as part of the overall healthcare team. So it was all healthcare? Uh, Number two, we've also got the IRS involved when it comes to some of the financial reforms to make sure that we don't have taxpayer-funded bailouts in the future. So you had all these different agendas in which the head of the IRS is naturally involved. Did you speak to him a lot yourself? I, never, uh, I do not recall meeting with him in any of these meetings that are pretty routine meetings. Okay, so you don't, you don't recall seeing no. Okay, so... The deal is, is he's trying to make it sound sinister yeah, that the head of the IRS actually meets with the White House. Actually comes to work, <laughs> comes in, and it is very much hand-in-hand with the healthcare.gov because they're the ones that are going to be uh, tracking your income to see what your actual benefit from the government will be towards your health insurance. So it's very much involved. He had to be there to monitor that, all the information and how it was connected. All right, so we're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to hear just a little bit more of this interview. And like I said, you can go to our Facebook or Twitter and listen, watch the entire video, which I really encourage you to do because it says volumes about who, who is running this country. The President of the United States sat back comfortable while this guy that attacks him every single night, and the President yeah. puts him in his place, and it's beautiful poetry. You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing... Robin. This is Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Touching hands. Reaching out, touching knees, touching 
this because it's happening right now in every country in the world but this one. It is great to see American machines helping to promote peace abroad. So then tell me, why can't we use these machines here at home? Why is America so robophobic? We need to give Americans a product they can love, figure they can rally behind. We can't put a machine on the street. Forget a machine. They want a product with a conscience, something that knows what it feels like to be human. I'll give you mommy kiss. My baby. Too slow, boy. We're gonna put a man inside a machine. Time to wake him up. Make him work. Tactical. Let's go with black. Quality control, EM-208 versus Tin Man. Wow. We are going to make a lot of money. He's coming. We can go have coffee or talk or something. No, 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 no. Please, I need to go dancing with you. Okay, baby, let's go dancing. American Hustle has now been nominated for 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture of the Year. I'm doing this from the feet up. That doesn't mean anything. What does that mean? It means you got to be committed to something in your life. An ensemble equal of anything from Hollywood's golden age. The Art of Survival is a story that never ends. American Hustle. Rated R. Now play. We estimate you have 30 days left. There ain't nothing out there can kill Ron Woodruff in 30 days. They got good meds out of Mexico. You could be making a fortune off of this. Importing illegal drugs for sale. A very serious offense. You treating these people? Oh, they're treating themselves. Can you prove these are patients? Can you prove they're not? And I got one life. You want to maintain Dallas Buyers Club. Rated R. everybody welcome back to all you need to know radio that is lady gaga applause and we want to thank you so much for joining us so robin we were talking about how people need to be doing the health care thing yes definitely so what do you it is so accessible now it's very easy trust me one of my friends i was telling you about is not very computer friendly <laughs> and she did great with it it just walks you through it you answer the questions you have to know your income that's why the irs was involved with it you have to know what level uh income you're at what your you know projected income for 2014 is you can it's just it just walks you through the system and it gives people that are low income levels ability to have insurance 
you know, you see a lot of people complain that their insurance went up. Well, maybe they're at a different income level, and they should pay a little more. Right, and I the whole know. the whole I, I don't know the whole purpose levels. of this is it's a long term goal, and yeah, the premise grow. behind it is that you know the younger people are gonna are gonna sign up and they're gonna pay more, but then ultimately what's gonna end up happening is America is gonna be healthier, and if we're healthier, our medical everything's gonna go down. That is so true what you just said because, you know, from a female's point of view, this year my mammogram will be free. It does a lot of preventative medicine and tests for us that a lot of women, my friend that I was telling you that had, hasn't had insurance for years, she has not had a mammogram in five years because she couldn't afford it. They, they're anywhere from two to $300. Now, there are some places you can go for a free mammogram, um, but I, I guess she just... It just made her feel bad because to go and stand in that line. You know, it's not like you're proud to be there. But, I mean, it is her health, so she could have done that. But now she will have free mammograms, and everyone will. There's a lot of preventative health care tests built into this new system. And it's good. Yes, it's wonderful. Because that's, that's how you save lives is preventative. It costs a lot less to do a $200 or $300 at, you know, office visit for your mammogram and a $200 or $300 office visit for your well woman's and all that that goes with that than to get breast cancer, cervical cancer, or uterine cancer, ovarian cancer. That, that's where the insurance companies, it's so much money for treating those, plus people die. So why not spend $600 um, in tests instead of thousands and thousands and maybe losing a life and treatment and chemotherapy and all of that? Absolutely. It makes sense. It, it, it sure does. It's going to take a little while to get it, all the bugs worked out. But anyway, going back to the interview, I thought President Obama really held his own. He did not back down on anything. He chided with him and kidded him back, uh, <laughs> you know, when he asked him, why do, you know, what, is, what did they say? What, what did he ask him about why do millions of people or thousands of people think this about you? And he said, because they listen to you, something like that. Yeah, I mean, his comment was something to the effect of, do you feel like we've been unfair to you? And President <laughs> Obama, without hesitation, said, absolutely you have been. Yeah. <laughs> he that said, was so you know, good. That was perfect. He said the reason that that we keep talking about the same things that we've already resolved in the White House and we've moved on because your television station and your show keeps putting it out to the public like we haven't done anything. Right. That's I mean, what he I, basically I said. I'm a little I'm a little I'm pushing that a little bit more, but the basic generality of this interview is that people are saying Bill O'Reilly was disrespectful to the President of the United States. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I think he really was. I mean, the USA Today covered it and said this the sixth straight year that Obama has sat down for an interview. Right. And they they try to act like they have no access to the president. Yes, he sat down every year with somebody, Matt Lauer, you know, Bill O'Reilly in 2011, I think. So he has for six years now. And answered questions that they've just hit him with. 
and he answers so much more eloquently and intelligently than any president ever has. Well, I think Bill Clinton did great. He was okay, more yeah. Of a, he was more of a kind of a charming Arkansas kind of response sometimes, which was great. But um, and you know, Bill Clinton's a brilliant man. Absolutely. But, uh, just some different life choices that he maybe shouldn't have made. But look how wonderfully he's bounced back from that. I mean, the man is 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 brilliant. He's amazing. So. Anyway, yes, President Obama responded and replied so much more eloquently than President Bush. I'll just say it. Well, U.S. US it's funny you're saying President Bush because USA Today said this. Bill O'Reilly asked the president, during the three-year session ago, Bill O'Reilly asked Obama a question. He said, had have, he had also asked President W. Bush, does it disturb you that so many people hate you? Right. Again, chuckling, President Obama said, as any, any predecessor, the folks predecessor, who hate yeah. – predecessor, thank you, predecessor, mm-hmm. live show. Yep. The <laughs> folks who hate you, they don't know you. Right. What they hate is whatever fun house mirror image of you that's out there, and, mm-hmm. so, they don't, and so you don't take it personally. What amazes me is – how many people that are, you know, very, very conservative, they just believe the worst, and they just put it out there on Facebook. I have a lot of friends who are very, very conservative, and, and it shocks me and astonishes me some of the hateful things they post. And all you've got to do is just look it up on Snopes or any of the MythBuster websites, and you find out, oh, well, that's not exactly what happened. That's a little out of context. No, there was an American flag behind him, just not maybe in that camera angle, or it was photoshopped out. You know, it's just amazing how many, uh, they just, you know, they just so want to believe he's a bad person. But, hey, he's going to be gone in a little while, and then they don't have to worry about him anymore, and one day history will show that he was one of our greatest presidents. I 100% agree with that. he came in and had the battle that was left for him by George Bush, what he overcame, and he's very well at giving credit where credit's due. If, if President Bush started something that he agreed with and kept going, he gives the credit back to Bush and you know, says, I'm continuing this, whatever it was, this law that was passed or this in the program. And, you know, it, I don't know. I'm just very when, much. When, when they killed, when the, he, he was responsible for giving the order to kill Osama, Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Osama. Yes, that you know that should have wiped out anything anybody had issues with. Just that, because that man killed so many Americans by his orders to do so, that you think somebody be, would be grateful. Oh no, they throw up things like, "Oh, did he really? Is he really dead? Uh, is, that's his cousin." I mean, I've read so many horrible, hateful things, but President Obama got rid of the most hated man in the world and took him out. Because he loves America and is defending America. He's not some Muslim that is hiding under a Christian cloak. He really is who he says he is. And even if people want to think he's not, just look at what he's doing for America. Just look at that. You know, who cares what they think? Just look at his actions. Actions speak louder than words. Amen to that. They, they really do. That's right. So we're going to take just a quick break. Remember, 
this part of the show, we were talking about the President Obama sitting down with the enemy, Bill O'Reilly, with, ugh, man, do I say it live, Fox News. Ugh. Faux news. Faux news. Well, you know, you know, they lie so much on their advertising. They're banned in countries because you cannot you cannot do the news that is not factual. And why we don't do something like that? I guess I don't want us to because then we would have nothing to watch on TV. (laughs) (laughs) So you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio, and I am your host Luke Diesel with the amazing Robin. This is Thomas Rhett. It goes like this. When we come back, we're going to do the Hollywood Weird Report. We'll be right back. Tell me, tell you what, about last night, I meet this girl. She gets drunk, I get drunk, we go back to my place. So this Bernie's got a pair. It's ladies' night. I'm down. I'm talking dirty. I am impressing myself. I made her feel like good and evil hung in a balance. You need to go meet a nice-looking female, take her back to your place, turn her out. You know what your problem is? You're too damn good-looking. What? Best thing that can happen to your face is an industrial accident. <laughs> this is my roommate, Debbie Sullivan. This is Danny Martin. Nice to meet you. If you love I can't believe I slept with him on the first day. Tell me everything. His eyes, his body. Wow. He did it. Okay, everybody, that's about last night. Go and see that in the movie theaters for Valentine's Day. It's going to be a funny movie. Okay, real quick, let's do our song pick of the week. It is by the country music superstar Ty Herndon. This song was released last year, and it's called Lies I Told Myself. And it's new, and it's dangerous, and everyone is in your face. And this is All You Need to Know Radio's song pick of the week. Ty Herndon, Lies I Told Myself. Guys like you don't ever finish high school You probably ought to quit and get a job You're gonna wind up a drunk just like your uncle I know you think you're different, but you're not You're too small to catch a football You're a fool to follow your heart Crazy for even thinking you got a chance with that guitar And who they said you were Just a beautiful song by country music superstar Ty Herndon. Go to iTunes, go to Google Play, go to any favorite record store. It was like a number two country song. All right, let's do our Hollywood Weird Report. Okay. So it is time for that. And are you ready, Robin? I'm ready. Give it to me. What you got? (laughs) 
right. So here's the Hollywood report. Okay, Robin, this is for you. Okay. Chris Jenner. What oh is God. going on with this know. man? Is he trying to become a Kardashian woman? I, I don't know. He, he's kind of pretty in the picture I saw. I don't know what he's doing. Maybe it's all publicity. Imagine, and actually I said Chris Jenner. I'm talking about Bruce Jenner. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Bruce. I'm I sorry. hope I did because then I was just thinking – I thought you said Bruce. You know, I I sadly watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians because it's like a, it's like a car wreck. Yeah, I know. You have I to watch it. Honey Boo Boo. I watch Honey Boo Boo. I do too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, what, what do you think about that? You think? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's according to where you're getting your information from. What news site, website, uh, Perez Hilton, or is it you know a U.S. Weekly? I mean, who is it from? But the pictures. He is growing his hair out, and he does, you know, he's, I don't know. He does, They showed a close-up of his fingernails, but I don't know. I, maybe it's all publicity. But, you know, if that's who he, maybe he, if, if he does do that, maybe that's who he feels like he needs to be, and who's to say that's wrong? I mean, if he feels. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, right. and that's the thing is that, you know, we want to support him. who you are, right. But, but he's it not. It's, here, is it it's just. It's just interesting. It's interesting to me that he doesn't. He does everything on TV. Yeah. So, all right. With that, we are out of time, and I would like to thank everybody joining us. And Robin, thank you so much for being our co-host as always. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure that you listen to us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are heard on Blog Talk Radio, 619-638-8513, if you want to listen to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. And until then, keep reaching for the stars, because that's where it all ends. Don't forget to smile. I'm Luke Diesel, your host with the amazing... Robin. Good night. Bye. Reflections of the fears I know.